skeptical about custom beauty, honestly, y'all, I totally get it. My feed is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising, you know, to fix all of our beauty, hair, and skin problems. Truthfully, I was so skeptical when I saw this brand, but I'm a total believer now. When pros says custom, they actually mean it. Their products are no gimmicks, and your formula couldn't exist without you. Each and every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skin care is made to order and personalized with unique blends of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. And they get personal. Pro's covers everything from your concerns to diet, exercise, and stress levels to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. Did you know, for example, that Minneapolis has like weirdly hard water, which apparently was affecting my hair? So like some of the ingredients that they put into my hair care was to like deal with the fact that we have hard water. Wow. I love that. They also asked me things like, you know, because I have had a baby recently, like, am I still breastfeeding? What are my hair goals? And I also really appreciated they asked like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm at the point, you know, I used to let, yeah, I used to do those, you know, put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling self-conscious. Um, I, this is truly such a genuine endorsement. So I've really enjoyed using these products. But don't just take our word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash justbreakup. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash justbreakup for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas, pros.com slash justbreakup. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we are going to answer a letter from somebody who is feeling isolated and lonely and is unsure why. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. No, definitely not in a million years. <laughs> we are not <laughs> professionals. We are not trained in any of this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right, let's get into today's letter. Uh, today's letter comes from 20-something and alone, whose pronouns are she, her, and they, them, who is writing from my home office. 
Dear Sam and Sierra, thank you for creating the space for people like me to process our lives and our relationships with a soft place to land. I've been a listener for several years now, and I'm so grateful for you both. I'm 26 years old, she, they, living in the city I grew up in. I'm lonely. Eight months ago, I broke up with my long-distance partner after realizing that him expecting me to move across the country and meet his every need was not what I wanted or what would be healthy for me. By the end of our relationship, I was exhausted from being his girlfriend, his therapist, his parents, and his main support system. Initially, after the breakup, I was relieved. I didn't have to call him every morning I woke up and every night before I went to bed. I could focus on my time on whatever I wanted. I could finally put down roots in my hometown without worrying about how it would make him feel. The relief only lasted for so long, though. I started a new job two weeks after we broke up, and my best friends both moved out of state. With so much change in such a short period of time, I dove headfirst into a deep depression that I'm just starting to claw out of, thanks to therapy and a new medication. What I'm left with is a loneliness that I can't shake. Some days are better than others, and I'm trying a lot of things to make it more manageable. I work remotely, but I go to a coffee shop nearly every day to be surrounded by other people on their laptops. I've applied to work part-time at restaurants so I can meet new people. I started taking a figure drawing class on Saturdays to add structure to my weekends. I'm signing up for yoga classes. I've even returned to my childhood passion and began taking violin lessons again. I live blocks away from my parents and sister, and I'm leaning in to spend quality time with them. I'm back on the dating apps and I'm reaching out to people I went to high school with, which is a big stretch for me as I'm not usually someone who initiates making plans with friends. Still, most days, at some point, the aching feeling of loneliness will creep in, sometimes even when I'm surrounded by other people. I can't help but wonder, is there something wrong with me that I don't have a massive group of friends in my city? I have to believe that there isn't, and that there are other people in their 20s who are just like me and feeling isolated and unsure of why. I have friends who invite me out on the weekends from time to time and others who I get coffee or beers with, but for some reason, I feel so very alone. Sam and Sierra, what am I doing wrong? I know that being partnered would likely help, it has in the past, but I don't want to use dating as a coping mechanism that I constantly rely on to make myself feel better. Any insights into how to make friends or cope with loneliness are much, much appreciated. I love you both. Love 20-something and alone. Thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this letter. This is such a relatable letter. I'm so glad you decided to write to us but I, because I think a lot of people in the Just Breakup world will relate. Um, that sort of post-breakup, trying to find a sense of self and stability you know, at this time of your life, after a breakup in your hometown, you're you're putting yourself out there, but not really sure why you don't feel the way you want to feel, you know, why you're still struggling with feelings of loneliness and, and wondering if your life just doesn't match or your mode of being doesn't match other people's. Um, we are going to give you some words of encouragement and advice about how to move through this period of your life. Um, but first, we're going to take a very quick break. Break. 
All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Um, you know, I think to reflect what Sierra said or to sort of expand on it, you know, I think that you're not alone in being in your 20s and feeling this isolated yes, and oh my God, this lonely. So true. Um, I, I know that I for sure felt it when I was in my 20s. Um, 
and still feel it <laughs> as a as a mm-hmm. person who's 35 and is partnered and has family in town and friends right like all of those different things i still feel lonely absolutely and i think that that is a really um understandable thing that lots of us are feeling and and i think that there's a lot of reasons for why that are absolutely have nothing to do with you you know i think that we're facing kind of a pandemic of loneliness in our culture currently because we are so disconnected from each other in so many different ways. Uh, and, you know, I think, I think a lot of us are, are really challenged to figure out how to have meaningful and vulnerable and engaged relationships totally. with people in our lives. You know, I think I, I read something recently that was like, because of the the hecticness of our lives, um, and because we don't value friendship in the same way that we are required to value work, for example, mm. most of our friendships are spent cut, catching up as opposed to connecting, right? Most Ooh, of our friendships are spent seeing each other every three weeks and then filling each other in on what's been going on over the course of the last three weeks rather than getting into what is happening for us as people in our yeah. hearts and our bodies and our heads, right? Like... And so I think um, I think that what you're feeling here isn't necessarily because you're bad at making friends or you're not worthy of deep friendship or love or you're not doing enough to put yourself out there. I think what you're talking about and experiencing here is something that a lot of people are experiencing because of the ways in which our society values independence rather than interdependence, right? And encourages Mm. us to be alone most of the time and to not rely on others for things that we might need. And I don't mean that in a way of like blaming people, right? I'm not trying to say like, oh my God, if everyone just got their act together and blah, 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 right? Like I'm saying this in a way (laughs) of like, this this is the reality of what we're sitting in, the reality of what we've been offered and the reality of like what's even available to us given the structures that we sit inside of. And so what I don't want you to do is look at that structure and feel the the loneliness that's a result of that structure and then say, I'm the one that's causing this, (laughs) right? Like it's my fault that I feel so lonely because it's not, it's really not. I think so many of us are feeling lonely and, and especially if we're unpartnered, especially if our best friends move away to a different state, that's so sad that that happens so immediately after your breakup, right? Like, Ooh, of course you're going through it. That sounds, that sounds so challenging to have those two important people leave your immediate space. Um, yeah especially as you're trying to rekindle relationships with people who you haven't seen in a while. Cause that takes work and it's awkward yes. and weird and uncomfortable it and it's hard to be so vulnerable, right? Like all of that. And like to, to be doing that work, to be doing that work and to feel like it's not producing the results that you would like. I can only imagine how much that would impact your understanding and, and how it would just contribute to the, the loneliness that you're feeling through no fault of your own, despite how much you're trying, despite how much you're putting yourself out there, despite how much you're trying to reconnect with people. Also thinking about that very specific time in our lives and our, you know, mid to later twenties, like you're, you've the, the shine of your independence is not, is is wearing off. Right. (laughs) So true. Yeah. Right. Well, you go through a lot of us go to um, higher education, 
um, places, <laughs> opportunities, <laughs> and uh-huh. they have, um, you know, something like that, something like a campus or a trade school or whatnot. It has like this, similar to high school, it has this pre-existing system of friendships, you know, people you room with, people who you have classes with, you know, um, and then you graduate or you, you move on from education and you get a job and it's fun and exciting because you're a big grown up for the first time, you know, and you can explore bar life and you can explore, um, independence in different ways and living on your own and whatnot. You have, you know, often that's when we have our first relationships or whatever. So that's like early twenties is this exploratory independent time passing 25. All of a sudden you're like, okay, well, I'm sick of working. Do I still have to do this for the rest of my life? (laughs) And, you know, friendships are becoming work instead of a part of your everyday life, you know? And, um, it's a very specific time in your life where that loneliness comes in. I think Sam is so right. You're not alone in this. This is so relatable. I'm 37 and I still feel so insecure about the friendships I have. I still feel lonely, like Sam said, because we do live in this culture of independence versus community and interdependence. Um, I think friendship culture, the culture of friendship and the way we talk about it and the way it's shown in media um, it, it, it exacerbates our loneliness sometimes because there's no one way to have friends and there's no one way to, uh, have communities, but often, t- you know, like I see on pop culture or on show TV shows, these best friends and these strong friend communities. And, and even in my life, you know, I've talked on the podcast before about feeling, um, jealous of, of Sam's big friend group, you know, um, which he, which they have gained over their life for so many different reasons, you know, like that have nothing to do with our, our, our value as friends. Um, our perception of friendship actually contributes to loneliness because it's not a monolith. It's not a matching experience for all people. Friendships show up differently in other people's lives. You're, you're definitely not alone in, in feeling um, insecure about your friendships. And also those, that feeling of loneliness, loneliness or those feelings of insecurity aren't telling you anything true. Okay. Um, and I know that's hard to parse out when you're feeling insecure or anxious about something or lonely, you know, when that's the only voice speaking, it's really easy to listen to it. And also it's not true, right? Because friendships look different for everyone. Um, I also want to say like post breakup in your mid to late twenties, you're doing everything that I would tell you to do now as a 37 year old, (laughs) you're doing everything that I would tell you to to do. If you wrote into us and was like, I can't get over this breakup. Like, I love that you're putting yourself out there. I love that you're creating intentional systems of opportunities for connection. I love that you're relying on your family. Um, I even love Uh, that you're sitting in your feelings of loneliness, acknowledging them, welcoming them in by writing to us um, because we can't tend to something that we ignore, right? So you have to acknowledge these feelings. But does that make it any easier? No, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes 
we have these seasons of, I'm sorry if y'all can hear my toddler screaming in the background. She's like, what's going on with her? (laughs) She's playing with her Omi. Um, Her grandmother's in town. Yeah. Um, Anyway. uh, Yeah. The last thing I wanted to add, um, (laughs) you you, you noted something towards the end of your message about, you know, you said, I know being partnered would likely help it has in the past, but I don't want to use dating as a coping mechanism that I constantly rely on to make myself feel better. Yes, that is incredibly self-aware. That's astute of you to acknowledge. And also you are allowed to seek comfort right now. We all need other people and it's good that you can, that you've acknowledged your pat, your pattern of, um, Maybe this being something that you use to make yourself feel better. And maybe it's, maybe you authentically don't feel ready to date again. Right. But I think, especially in this age of heightened self-awareness of, of, you know, head and heart work and, you know, self-care and stuff like that, we can be so hard on ourselves in our periods of healing. And I just want to remind you, like, it's okay if you need a distraction, it's okay if you want to date again casually because it makes you feel good about yourself. Like mm-hmm. the, you can do those sort of um, coping behaviors in tandem with this radical self-acceptance, this authenticity, this healing period, like these things can happen. They're not mutually exclusive. Right. Um, and, and I just want to give you that permission. Maybe you're not ready yet, but like coping mechanisms are coping mechanisms because they help us cope. And sometimes we need help. You know, sometimes we deserve sure. rest. We deserve pleasure. We deserve affirmation. We deserve comfort. And sometimes we even deserve distractions. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. You know, it's it's like what my therapist once told me, which is that, you know, not everything needs to be a time of self-growth. It can sometimes just be a time of self-maintenance. And right. it's really clear that you've been you've been trying to grow quite a bit, right? You've been putting yourself out there and holding yourself in different ways. And I absolutely love that and want you to continue doing that because, you know, I want you to find connection and I want you to find support yeah. from your network. And like Sierra said, I also want to recognize that sometimes it might be about maintenance and it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be a constant growth every day. If it, if there's a Sunday where you just need to stay home and not do anything and feel bad for yourself, I love that for you. I mean, I don't love it for you because I don't like that you're sad, but I I love the way (laughs) that you can take care of yourself and maintain in that. Right. And, and so I want to, you know, your ability to make friends in this particular place, in this particular time is not necessarily a reflection of your own growth or your own success or your own self-awareness, right? It's a reflection of lots of different things that are happening in the world around you, things that are outside of your control. And yeah, absolutely. Doing this type of work, putting yourself out there is probably going to help make you feel more connected to people, help build the friendships that you would like to feel. But it's not just hard work that's going to get you there. And so don't look at the lack of success that you're feeling in this moment and say, God, I just should have tried harder. Or God, if I could just improve myself even more, I would suddenly have all of these friends because that's not actually true. 
So yes. how can you hold this desire that you have to grow and to grow inward and outward for the reality that it's helpful for you and not as a way to punish yourself into getting rid of your loneliness? Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, totally. Okay. Um, Okay, my darling, I'm hoping you're feeling a little bit more held, a little bit more secure in maybe this less than secure time of your life, mm. but um, it's okay. Loneliness is okay, right? It's just mm -hmm. another emotion that's trying to tell us what is important to us. Um, we see you in all of this. We see you in this growth and joy and struggle, and we hope that this helps. All right. We love you. Thank you so much for writing. All right, everyone. It is Friday. And on Fridays, we set you up on a blind date. And this is when we try and send you home with something that we think you are really going to like. And this week, our blind date is... All right. I'm going to continue our, you know, legacy here at Just Break Up <laughs> of suggesting TV shows that have been out for like years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love this. This is, I think this is a really you thing. It's just like, oh, I it's stumbled upon. It's not just me. No, nope. you, you said Breaking you Bad. Did, you, you did sex education. Like, I did not we do sex education. I've never seen that show. Okay, you did. I think you did sex education. No, you did it. Okay, anyway, focusing. <laughs> focusing, focusing. Um, I'm going to continue that trend and say uh, the a couple weeks ago, we all know I got a colonoscopy and during the prep and the recovery, which was totally easy, um, I wanted something easy to watch. And I've seen this show advertised for like literally years and just never clicked on it. And now I'm obsessed. It's called Face Off. It is a reality TV show on the sci-fi cable network channel or whatever and it's all about um makeup artists who do prosthetic um oh, makeup cool. or um you know characters whatnot um i'm trying to think of what, what are, oh they do you know special effects made from makeup and prosthetics and things like that so they make they're the people who do the zombie makeup on the walking dead or or mm. you know creepy character whatever uh, anyway, it's so fun. It's so creative. It's so rewarding and addictive. It's, uh, and it's, I haven't seen it all. I've only watched one season and there are like 13 seasons out there. Um, but the season I did watch, I also really appreciated the British Bake Off vibes because they were all really supportive of one another and they would like help mm. each other with their projects and, they, and they're just like fans of each other's creative work um, and artistry. Yeah. So I'm obsessed. I'm, I'm jumping in deep now. So the next time you talk to me, I'm going to like be 13 seasons in instead of just one. Um, right now there are only two seasons on Netflix, but I saw, I did a quick Google and they're available elsewhere, elsewhere via like from paywalls and stuff like that. I love it. You want to easy, you know, fast paced, but really rewarding reality TV show to watch this weekend. Check out face off on Netflix or other platforms. I've really enjoyed it. Honestly, Peter would love it. I love it. That's so cool. I have never heard of it. So you're off the hook because it's not like I've been like, yeah, everyone <laughs> knows about this. There are literally 13 seasons out. <laughs> I don't think they're actively recording anymore. Like, I don't know. It's just like it's done. Uh, yeah. 
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like more content from us or if you would like ad-free episodes, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing, all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcast and music. And remember, you are constantly growing and evolving into a better, more authentic version of yourself. This is ongoing, whether it is intentional or not. You can free yourself from doubt. You can free yourself from the expectation that things will always feel good or easy and lean in to the seasonality of change in your life. You are not alone. And Sam and I love you. And if all else fails, just break up. <laughs>